Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, listener. This is the Come On Red Men podcast. You are listening to the All Time Starting Elevens episode special. What are you, what are you putting this as, Tom? It's a special. It's a special. Following I'm, up from our Champions League special. Following up from the Champions League special. I'm Nick, as you just heard, is my co-host, Tom. And there's Neil. How are y'all doing this week? There's Neil. Like he just <laughs> tagged along. <laughs> He's been here and for then a while. Neil. <laughs> in his new car. Drove new up car. in a new uh, car. Ghetto mobile. Ghetto mobile. We should Don't definitely keep calling it that. Damn it. <laughs> We're going to get canceled before we get famous. I can't say ghetto. I don't want famous. I think that word has pretty much been phased out. Yeah. At least for the purposes that you're using it. Okay. I don't know. I'm not really on top of things. I just play it safe and don't. Well, good job we don't talk about some of the comments from some of these players then. <laughs> yeah. Some of the <laughs> we'll older players. We'll get to players. that in a minute. So without getting too deep in the weeds before we get going here, uh, our process for picking our all-time starting 11s has no process. It's, it's the best way, Nick. It's the best way. <laughs> Go with so the it's, it's kind of some are favorites. Some are who we think is best. It's just sort of a... We all did it differently. And this way, nobody can argue with you. See, Nick. So if, if it was the all-time, <laughs> fla- if it was the all-time, unless you fla- Jimmy Troy, I did not. But if it was like the all-time flair eleven, then there's certain criteria that are all-time appearances, are all-time goal scorers, and you know, this way, random criteria, it's random positions. Wh- whoever you like. For, that's yeah, why for I have the reason is. I put Keita in three different positions on my page. <laughs> that's strange. I didn't, <laughs> but I did have five teams. My own team, a team that I thought would be the best, an all Ireland team, an all English team, an all Premier League team, and then an I all got Scottish feckin team would have been board. really good too. <laughs> um, I did a depth chart. Uh, so let's I'll, see what happens. I'll have a little bit to say about a lot of things. I think we all are, though. Yeah. Um, we'll just kind of go around. We're going to start with keeper and work our way down. Um, upfield. Upfield, yes. Down the page, up the field, however you want to look at it. Perspective is a powerful tool. Before we do that, let's acknowledge the signing, the big signing this week of Neil. Slobozlai. Thank you. The Hungarian captain. Slobozlai. Slobozlai. Thank you for the pronunciation. From Hungarian captain, yes. RB Leipzig. Indeed. Uh, and then City went and ran off and tried. Uh, they're, they're we got tra- him from Leipzig? I yeah. believe so, yeah. Because oh, I know he was at uh, Salzburg. Next, Red Bulls. Oh, my goodness. New he York. was at Salzburg. Yeah. That's right, because there's that clip of Klopp praising the shit out of him when he was at Salzburg. Yeah. So he went from Salzburg to Leipzig. Leipzig. <laughs> uh, they like to keep it in the family over there, much like the Royals. A bit like Man City in New York. Uh, Just saying. Mm. Anyway. Anyway. So he's the big signing on top of Matt Callister. So anyone that was like, they're not going to do anything in midfield. They yeah, did two midfield, midfield signings. You know. Two big ones, too. I'd still like to get four more players in in the transfer window, but that's a, an episode for a different day. Yes, yeah. yes. We will do a whole transfer episode window once it closes. And I don't know how many times this word has been said, but squad depth. Yeah. Indeed. Or yeah. depth chart, I mean. I'm, I'm really hoping they're going after a... a Thurman. A what? Thurman, Lillian Thurman, or a right back, you were going to say. I would take either, honestly. There's some um, good names on our uh, wanted list. Yeah. So uh, I think we should crack on with the episode and have that another day. Yeah, I know. You're eager to get into these starting <laughs> 11s. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, then why don't you go first? We're well, starting with Keeper. That's not fair. I think Neil should go first. No, oh. you're going to go first because you've been... Itching. Itching to go. I yeah. feel like a kid at Christmas. It's like I'm going to unwrap all my favorite presents. All right, Tom. Give us your Keeper. Da, 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 da. Ray Clements wasn't uh, a surprise. <laughs> I also have Ray Clements. I picked Allison Becker, but I wanted to pick Ray Clements. <laughs> I picked I picked the guy that I I knew you guys wouldn't have picked, but would have made my top three. So here's my problem with Ali. Um, too new, um, hasn't won anything. Um, I mean, won the Premier League and the and the Champions League. So don't say hasn't mm-hmm. won anything, but. He hasn't achieved his potential yet. Um, the goal against West Brom 
<laughs> made me made me want to include him too. Yeah. Um, he is on my list. I have him as my um, number five choice. Out of oh, all uh, of the keepers, ooh, he's oh. on my three choice. He would have been my number two, I think. So, a little background of Ray Clements. Ray Clements came from what team? Scunthorpe Cosmos. How, how much? Uh, two three hundred thousand. Eighteen thousand, which is a hundred and sixty-three thousand today. Um, which is nothing for that. Yeah. Like wow. for what he did. Um, Reggie from Skagness. I just want you to acknowledge that I call the correct name Scunthorpe Cosmos because I believe <laughs> oh, Skagness Cosmos. Sorry. Scunthorpe United. Yeah, Skegness Cosmos is where he started off. Oh, no way. Did not know that. I know he played for St. George and Tottenham. That was the only ones I knew. I knew he played for Tottenham, <clears throat> which I didn't know until we started doing this. Yeah, he, he was like, uh, won everything. I'm on a challenge. That's why he effed off to Hotspurs. Well, he started, losing <laughs> his, he started losing his spot to Bruce Grobbler, who is my, uh, um, also my number two pick. Um, mm. He just missed my top three. So yeah, Bruce Grobbler started getting more appearances, and Clements then took the offer to go to to Tottenham. But Grobbler's number two on my list because he was just such a character. He was just absolutely hilarious and uh, phenomenal. Started off his career terribly when he first came in, and I saw him play in uh, against in the World Club Championship. Was one of his first game. He was awful. A lot of his first appearances were all just diabolical for Liverpool. But he just turned out to be just a fantastic player and a. You know, 665, uh, sorry, um, 628 appearances for, for Liverpool. Um, Clements had 665. But, uh, but yeah, um, the other thing about Grobler, you know, six titles and uh, um, one Champions League. It's a great resume in terms of uh, mm-hmm. success, too. So, uh, he was you have born, Grobler on your he list? He was born in South Africa. He, Zimbabwe. He in, Zimbabwe, yeah. No, yeah. he's born in South Africa. Ah, maybe I didn't look at it, but yeah. I did not have Grobler. I had Martin Lawrence. Oh, sorry, Tommy Lawrence. Tommy Lawrence. Tommy I had Lawrence. Tommy Lawrence, too. Uh, he's also on my list. Uh, I have him as my number, number three hundred and ninety uh, games and one hundred and thirty-three clean sheets. Two titles. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a sixty-four, sixty-six FA Cup and sixty-five. There's a fantastic two thousand fifteen interview with him. Yeah, two thousand and fifteen. He's just a an old age pensioner downtown somewhere. I don't know where well, it you've was. You told me about this. Yeah, and um, just a random reporter stops him to say, "Do you remember the sixty-four, sixty-five uh, FA Cup?" And the guy turns around, Tommy Lawrence turns around and goes, yeah, I was the goalkeeper for Liverpool. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, yeah, it was a great, great story. So, okay. So, so who else do you have? Than Alison was my other choice. Alison was your other yeah. choice. Just because I believe that he is, other than Man City's goalkeeper, Emerson, um, number one goalkeeper in the world. Um, them two would probably hold the title yeah. together. They're about as... Mm-hmm. But back in Clemens' days and things like that, they didn't have the no, number totally one understand. goalkeeper in the world. Totally understand that. There was no awards. They didn't even keep assists back right. then. I mean, we can go back. Those stats have been filled in oh, yeah. since. But Well, not for one of my players I'm going to come to in a minute, but go ahead. Who else have you got? Well, I've got Pepe. I'm, I'm interested. Mind. Pepe Reina? Yeah, that was another. He was a decent goalkeeper. Heart, heart pick. Didn't make my list. His stats, his stats are, history has been really kind to him. His stats are up there. I didn't write them all down the way 2007, I believe, 2008, we were second behind United. Yeah. Uh, Reyna had a really, really good season. Uh, he should have won the league with us. Torres was in that uh, thing. Mm-hmm. Um, he wasn't on my list, but he's probably in my top seven. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I, this was, again... I sort of ping-ponged between who I thought was best all-time and who my favorites were, and he definitely ended up just because he was so early on in it, my fandom. It's just so difficult to do best all-time because playing against gener- across generations, I mean, Ray oh, Clemens. Oh, yeah, who's better, Ray LeBron Clemens, or Jordan? It's like, but Ray, the game's it's different. I don't know about basketball, but, um, but keepers now need to play with their feet. They need to be able yeah. to distribute the they're ball. Almost, they're a sweeper-keeper. And that's just not how – I mean, Ray Clements is – Never going to get into a team today, apart from he's dead. But he's never. He's just. Oh yeah, I do have a dead player. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot. About but he's never going to. He's never going to compete as a ball playing uh, goalkeeper. Right. But as a straight out and out shot stopper, um, Clements was you know just truly great. And some polls put him above Shilton, above um, Lev. Yezelski, the Russian he goalkeeper. He was the number one goalkeeper for England for a while. He was, yeah. He was going, actually alternating back and forth with Shilton. So, so yeah, um, I get it. Hey, I just want to... Um, my other 
player on my list. My number two, my number three choice was Elijah Scott from uh, the 1912-1934 season. I heard you say that name, and it popped up when I was doing yeah. my research too. And I was S- like, "Who the fuck?" Still is today, this? Liverpool's longest-serving player. He played for 22 years, um, either side of the uh, of the First World War, and um, two titles, 468 appearances. Um, if you've ever heard of Dixie Dean, he's a fantastic player. He's a great. Um, Great anecdote about the two of them. So, Dixie Dean played for England. Uh, Elijah Scott played for Northern he's, Ireland. He signed your your shirt when you saw him, <laughs> when he was a rookie, right? So Dixie Dean was one it's of the. Like, true why su- does this old man want me to sign his shirt? I'm a young <laughs> child playing football. Dixie Dean was one of the best uh, um, players ever ever to play. But Dixie was known for a great header of the ball, and uh, he's walking down the high street before the England Northern Ireland game supposedly, and um, uh, he sees uh, Elijah Scott come in the direction, and so uh, he nods his head to Elijah Scott as if to say all right but as he nodded his head Elijah Scott saw him nod his head and pretended to dive <laughs> to, dive. to <laughs> dive and save the ball and uh, so uh, probably an apocryphal story but uh, I thought it was a neat one but uh, but yeah Elijah Scott he left uh, left Liverpool and went on to win 10 titles with Belfast Celtic so uh, so honorable mention for Elijah Scott from me very interesting throwaway pick there he is ranked. Elijah Scott is ranked as uh, the number thirty-eight on the top one hundred of players who shook the cop. So very, he, he is listed up there. Mm, very. I, you know, I'm glad that because I don't have any players from that era. I kind of did, just like would click on them here and there when they would pop up in various websites and stuff, just to read the anecdotes. But I didn't include any of those like really early twentieth century players. He's um, my only one. Oh damn! I was hoping you were going to have more. <laughs> <though>. <laughs> I've got a few from the 60s, but uh, that's my only one that far back. Okay. Um, All right, so that's Keeper. Anything else to say about any of this? No. Closing statements on a Keeper? So we all agree that Ray Clements was probably the best Keeper. Yeah, for sure. If if we're doing like an all-come-on-red-men team, yeah, it's Clements. It looks like it's unanimous. All three of well. Here, you know what? Let's all three of us picked. We're gonna we're gonna start our all time. Oh, Nick is pulling a page out. This must be official if it's pulling a page out. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna pin it to the wall, right? All right, with a with a two and a half votes by the sounds of it out of three, Ray Clements is is the keeper. Nah, it's a full three. And on that note, I think we should take a break. Okay. And we're back. We're going to do full back line for this segment. So that means give us your 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 full backs and your center halves. We're so doing if I'm playing nine across, across the, the back, back I, just, I just lay them out? No, all nine. <laughs> Thank you, Neil. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's playing like early 1812 style football. Well, we've got we to leave room for the king up front. That's why, I, that's why, I, that's why I've got nine at the oh. back. Oh, yeah. yeah I just remember, we're keeper. all going to have that too. <laughs> All right, we'll start with uh, with you. You want to alternate, Tom? Yeah, let's go, Neil. I went last time. Go ahead. All right, so my uh, back line is at right back, Phil Neal. Um, at center back, Alan Hansen. The other center back, Jamie Carragher. And then the fourth player playing left back is Alan Kennedy. Ooh, who you got, Nick? No, you go next. Are you sure? Yeah. Um, Phil Neal, Hansen. Van Dyke, Alan Kennedy. Nick? So I had Phil Neal on my depth, um, but just to, because we're going to have very similar back lines, all of us. I'm sticking in uh, Trent at the top for my for my uh, full back. Alan Hansen, Verge, and then I have Tommy Smith as my starting. Yeah, that was one of the players I was like, ah. I know, I know. I also had Robbo and Alan Kennedy. I admitted Tommy Smith from my uh, team due to his racist diatribe against um, the first black player to play for uh, for Liverpool. So, um, so yeah, he uh, he was very fond of calling him the uh, white N word, and uh, and I'm, and and then he, oh, he doubled well. down to say if any um, black player moved next to him, he'd move house, and uh, so would you, and so uh, so yeah, so. By that huh. reason alone, I, me I of the dropped guy from Tommy Love Smith Thy Neighbor from uh, from uh, from my consideration. Well, didn't know any of that. 
as I said, there's weird criteria here. Uh, uh, weird that's, criteria. That's that's fair. Uh, weird that it didn't come up in any of my <laughs> statistical research and YouTube video watching, but um, that's fair. So interesting. We all went with Alan Hansen. We all went with Phil Neal. All went with Phil Neal. So, um, well, I uh, I said Trent, but Phil Neal. Is, yeah, you yeah. said you had Steve Phil on your Nichol. depth chart. Steve Nichol was also. Steve Nichol. Uh, yeah. I, I have him classed as a midfielder, but. Uh, so Alan, yeah. Alan Hansen, Alan Hansen, eight titles, three Champions Leagues. Call him what you want. Arrived when he was twenty-two in nineteen seventy-seven. So yeah, I mean from Partick Thistle, mm-hmm. hundred grand, which so. is now half a million. I, I actually have got Alan Hansen also as my vice captain. If anybody's interested, Ooh, uh, I didn't uh, do that. I so did captain only. So. I did the so whoever I picked for captain. Yep, I picked whoever their vice captain was because it kind of worked it. out that way in a lot of different configurations for me. Okay, interesting. So I'm not going to say who mm. my vice captain He made his was. debut on 24th of September 1977, became a uh, member of the first team squad really in 1979 when Emil Hughes went to the Wolves. Emil Hughes, yeah, exactly. Um, so Carrig, I thought it was an interesting pick. I struggled with Carrig a little bit. I had him in and out. I mean, he well, has... He didn't start at center half. You know. I mean, he, no, he's played right back as well. Um, he, he's... Um, he, he was a lot of appearances, you know, 508 appearances for the club. Only he was three a great no-nonsense defender. Yeah, he was a great no-nonsense de- defender. Um, great servant of the club. That's really why I've got him. Listed number six on the all-time uh, top 100 players who shook the cop. Yeah, but, he's um, Liverpool. Through yeah, Liverpool through. Through, oh, yeah. through. But no titles. One Champions League. One Champions League. So, FA Cup? There should have uh, been an FA Cup. Yeah. yeah, I just wrote down titles in Champions League. So, um, so yeah, to me... Uh, I felt as though I had to put him on the team. Alan Kennedy, an, another one, you know, so five titles, two Champions League. Um, it's just when he scored his goals. You know, he only scored 15 goals. He was a, he was a left back, but, yeah. you know, he scored twice to, to win the, the European Cup for us. So Weird, um, I have 20 goals. Maybe I have just Kennedy? from I mean, all time. Yeah, I mean, maybe, maybe it's all time versus league goals. I don't know. He came in the from point Newcastle is, in 1978. The point is Alan Kennedy wasn't meant to be scoring goals anyway, but, no. but he'd scored two at critical moments. That's like when Rabo scored that one against Everton <laughs> last season. He made five, yeah. five uh, 359 appearances, something like that. It sure. just surprises yeah. the rest of us. He came in for 330000 in 1978, which is $1.5 million today. Yeah, but you can't just do the conversion of money like I know, that. I know, I the, know. The, the, it's just completely different. Um, oh, I know, but if you... System these days. There's no way you'd ever get a player at a top quality like but, that. But for, you just can't convert it the money like that. It just doesn't work. I mean, convert it It's just a 10, nice maybe. thing to do. All right. Um, He's so very VVD. valuable, is what you're I w- saying. I wanna, yes, I want to argue against VVD. Yeah, one, one good season, guys. I'm thinking VVD had one good season. That's what I'm saying. I'm thinking more. He is. Thank God, numbers don't lie. Yeah. Well, <laughs> what are you going to say? That is the most ridiculous statement. I understand he has lost his form, especially. I would. I would say the last three years he's been suspect since he hurt his knee. Mm-hmm. That the season. But are you making he- my point for me? The season after he came back, he was a bit touch and go. He was uh, afraid to jump into tackles. I don't yeah. see that as much anymore, but I do see him lagging back. He's getting a little older. But yes. All right, but he's still he's still an overall great defender. Uh, it was hard to not put in Phil Thompson over him. I know. Yeah, that right. was my probably my second pick. Either Phil Thompson. Uh, or I have Phil Thompson or. on my on my bench. We'll, we'll get to that later. So he's my reserve. I also had Ron Yeats described as a colossus. I had Sammy Hippier. Uh, I, I have Sammy Hippier. Yeah, he's in my... And then I also have Robbo. Um, I just think he embodies the Liverpool scrappy, the Scotsman who came yeah. from the, the shipyards and puts it all on the line and li- wears the badge just I have both right Trent out. and Robbo somewhere in my line at some point in my depth. <laughs> I don't know that you just of them picked really every start. player that's ever existed <laughs> for Liverpool. Really. I, I said Bar, like I did a depth of them. chart. I did 33 players that have ever played for Liverpool, so not even close to everyone. But having both Robbo and Trent were both personal picks. I don't think either of them start in my all-time 11. Phil Neal, 417 appearances. Yeah? I have 455 appearances, but sure. Oh, oh no, sorry. That's league appearances. Yeah. My bad. Uh, 366 consecutive, most number of consecutive appearances. For Holy shit, he's the wow. Cal Ripken of... Uh, <laughs> 46 league goals, Baseball. 6 FA Cup goals, 3 league cup goals. Phil yeah. Neal is not the all-time consecutive um, leader. He's just the all-time for Liverpool. Oh, who's the all-time? I don't know. No idea. 
Couldn't tell you right now. Fuck, that's a tough sport to yeah. make consecutive appearances. It's probably a goalkeeper like Buffon or someone. So I struggled even Thompson. What is the number? 366 consecutive for Phil Neal. That's so much. So I struggled leaving Phil Thompson out. You know, um, yeah. Phil Thompson, seven titles, three Champions Leagues. Mm-hmm. Um, versus Captain Hansen, eight titles, three Champions Leagues. Phil Neal, seven titles, four Champions League. Um, just had to, I had to have space for Carragher. And so I, uh, mm. um, that's where Phil Thompson lost out for me. Sorry, big Phil. I included another personal pick. So we all had Hippie in, right? No, I did not have Hippie in. I, have, I mean, I have my list, yeah. I had Carragher, Thompson, Tommy Smith, but now I choose not to have Tommy Smith. Yeah, yeah, I'm taking Tommy Smith, which... We're fickle people. Which makes but Alan Kennedy my pick. At reasons are reasons. So in terms of where they came on players who shook the cop, again, I'll refer to that a lot here, but out of all the ones we've mentioned... Jamie Carragher is the first uh, defender on the list at number six for players who shook the cloth. Oh, wow. cop. Uh, Hippier is second uh, with number uh, with, uh, 10. And the list was drawn up before VBD, mm-hmm. Salah, and Henderson, and players like that were around. So, Pre- um, previous to 2018, so, I guess. So, yeah. So, um, so yeah. So, VBD is not on that list. But Hippier is actually the, uh, the second highest ranked. At 10. Oh, we didn't finish. Hold on. Because you said that, that you're taking shots at the pick for VBD yeah. at center back. I agree with what you said about him losing a step in the last two years and change. But, but you no, want to come back to my argument that he's only been good for one season? But numbers don't lie. Yeah. He's got, it's, what, f- uh, he had 19 goals, 7 assists. Until this season. It's a different Has game. He met, he's got 222 appearances for Liverpool. Yeah, that's about right. Well, well you're also saying one good season from VVD, yeah. which is just factually inaccurate. With numbers, numbers can say otherwise. You can say he's not your pick, but he's to say he's only had one good season. Is he's ridiculous. won uh, Men's Best uh, Player of the Year award, uh, UEFA's Best Player of the times? Year award, one. That what good season he had? 2019. Different seasons. 2018, 2019. He's not wrong, but either way, I like to find... Oh, no, I can be wrong. It's okay, but I'm going to stick to my guns. Yeah, yeah, I chose VVD for height, goal scoring for corners, and how he challenges. Uh, yeah. Right? And yeah. In in my team, you could have Peter Crouch in your team if you're going to go by that. Criteria. In my team, you almost made my team just because I like him. Yeah, but Peter Crouch scored more with his feet than he ever did with his fucking head. Yeah, that's very true. Just saying, for a defender, you could have put Crouch in there by that criteria, or Stephen Cocker. <laughs> I'm full sure we used as a defender and a striker in one game. I think you're right. I think we've covered any. I'm going to throw Kanate in there too because I like him. He's what? young. What? He's been with us for two years. Talking. He's done all time. No, of course not. Sorry, that this one. Not, he, that's why he's going to be the last player. We have no one else to talk about. I assume we've we've talked about every Liverpool defender. Emily Hughes. We could have talked about Emily yeah. Hughes. We could talk about Emily Hughes. Did he make anyone's depth chart? <laughs> no, he didn't. No, okay. he didn't. Right. <laughs> anyone else to to throw out? Was there? he Any captain at one point in time? Uh, Emily Hughes. Well, Ron Yeats. Ron Yeats is is quite is often up there and real just. Huge man and amazing stature, um, just both heart wise. Again, another player who left it all on the line. Um, also went on to very briefly Barrow, manage Barrow, so got a soft spot <laughs> for him. So uh, he lasted, I think, one game. But, um, oh, <laughs> but no. does he even make the list? He was like just brought into. I had Terry McDermott in my list at one point in time. I've got Terry McDermott, but I've listened I was going to say, I field, have midfield. Yeah. 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 Sorry. So, yeah. But I think we're moving on to midfield unless anyone's got anything else to oh, say about defense. So I feel I know where this is going. All no, right, perfect. Good. Let's take a break. And we're back. It's time to get into midfield, which is probably Liverpool's most historic strip on the field, I guess we'll say. The most historic third. Sure, sure. If that's what you believe, I think that's. I don't know. I'm saying it. It might be. I, I, I mean, there's lots of players in midfield. There's lots of players in forward, and uh, you know, there's some uh, contention even with this I group. Would, about I was going to w- say where, 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 where to put him. Yeah, so. exactly. It, oh, he's not a midfielder. Like, exactly. you, yeah. So you could argue that Trent's not a, a back either at this point, but whatever. He, he actually plays all over the field, <laughs> apart that? from goalkeeper. Who's that? Trent is the new Milner. I know. It's great. <laughs> he's here. He's there. He's every fucking where. He, Roy can't. Roy can't. 
So since uh, we haven't really talked about it because it hasn't needed to come up yet, having only done Keeper and de- your back line here, but uh, we have played different systems. I didn't mess with my formation. I did just you? did a 4-3-3 because... 4-3-3? Three, three. Because okay. I did a three-man depth chart for every position on the field, so I didn't really have Fair to. Enough. Did you go old-school 4-4-2? I played around with a 4-4-2. I ended up setting on a 4-3-3, three, three, but... Um, not for any particular reason. I can make either work. I did a four-two-four, <laughs> which, <laughs> which is I, I probably would have done something which is similar to four you. In, four in defense, two midfielders, an attacking midfielder, and then two wide, one in the middle. Yeah, that's exactly what I would have done if I had to contain my list a little bit more. But so, who's your picks for midfield? Then you yeah, got two then by that first. system. So who are you two? I have a GS and an SG. So you have Steven Gerrard is one of them. I. And GS. Graham Sunez. Graham mm-hmm. Sunez. Oh, he didn't make my team. He didn't make your team. What? He actually made my team and captain. Go on, Neil. So I have um, in midfield, I have John Barnes. On my list. Okay. I have in midfield, I have Ian Callahan. On my list. And in midfield, I have Steven Gerrard as my captain. Yeah. Okay. And. With those three midfielders, there wasn't room for Mr. Sunes, I'm afraid, who, again, is ranked number 11 and the players who shut the cop. But, <laughs> um, shut the cop. but anyway, um, Nick, who do you have for your midfield? I have Steve McManaman, which on is my, a, on my list. He's a personal favorite. Um, there were two other players that I had in attacking midfield that probably would be better picks but um i then i went with graham sunis and steven gerrard all right people that made my list but didn't make my squad are jimmy case and ronnie whelan i also had ian callahan barnes and mike manon so people that made my list shabby alonzo yeah he made mine steve McManaman. yeah jordan henderson yep graham sunis Terry McDermott. Yeah, Terry McDermott was another one that, that had made my list. Um, I put Steve Highway on there. On the wing, probably. Yep, <laughs> yep you know it. Um, was he singing dreams and songs? <laughs> <laughs> I, I swear it's that song is the reason that he's in there. He's also the original uh, uh, super sub. No, that's David Fairclough. Yeah. Oh, Fairclough, that's right. I, that I didn't, um, so I didn't. Have any of different, them? Different so, Irish. Player. So, so I'm surprised. So, so Xabi Alonso. Fair club is not Irish. Xabi Alonso, not I many. Ga- was. Xabi Alonso, not many goals, not many games for England uh, for Liverpool. 143. It's not very many, but mm-hmm. he was just such a talented player, and oh, uh, he's yeah. more on here for what he went on to become than he is. He was great for Liverpool. Don't get me wrong. But I just don't like how he ex- exited the game. I don't like how he exited either. He's the only one that got to stay on here that I kept a lot of players off my list that we're going to find probably more in the forwards that w- it was just petty because I don't like them yeah that's okay Javi's the only one that ended up making my list that I'm like fuck that guy but you get to stay on my list Dida Haman was on my list for a little bit um, lots of reasons and one of them actually uh, I mentioned this before like meeting him I got to ask him a few questions and one question was did he have a, a broken leg or something he had actually torn the ligaments in his ankle and still took a penalty and scored. Oh, shit. Yeah. So th- he was on there for a while for that reason, and then I was like, mm, no, I'm sorry. <laughs> That's kind of cool, though. It is kind of cool. John Barnes. Let's talk a little bit more about him. Um, John Barnes' lunchbox. He, um, <laughs> oh, that was Linford Christie's lunchbox, but anyway. Is it? Uh-huh. Yes. Um, they all wore tight, tight shorts <laughs> back then, dude. <laughs> and I wasn't looking. Um, I don't think it was about looking. <laughs> it was just in front of the camera. <laughs> so, John Barnes. Um, supposedly the most... Carragher has named him as the most gifted player he ever um, um, he saw in training. And Rio, I both technical yeah. ability, the, his work rate, just just everything. They were saying that Barnes um, just was the, was the real deal. Penultimate and teammate, too. Like, just like the what you could just ask for in a teammate. Yeah. I believe Carragher is the one who had said. When you say John Burns, I think of that picture with him holding the First Division Cup or first whatever it is, um, in the dressing room with Ronnie Whelan. I can't remember. Yeah, I know the picture you mean. I, yeah, absolutely tremendous. And the boy could rap too. <laughs> Let's not go there. And please don't. <laughs> I don't so need your barrow tones coming across. <laughs> oh, fuck. 
So John Barnes does make my list, but not in this position. Um, spoiler alert. Uh, spoiler alert. We only have goalkeeper left. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I agree, John Barnes, and he's still like the most likable guy to to listen to. Yeah. He's on. He's on. He did the. Um, what do they call it? The liver. The official Liverpool podcast that Robbie Fowler. It's um, called Come On Redman. <laughs> wow, that happened quickly. <laughs> There's that fame and fortune you're looking for. <laughs> oh boy. Um, so so but yeah, and then we also haven't talked about. So we haven't talked about Ian Callahan. So not, none of you had Ian Callahan. He's on my list, but didn't make it. No, I mean, but I he, do have Steve. He McMahon, was my fourth choice. I think was okay. the only other guy. Eight hundred and fifty-seven appearances um, for Liverpool. Most capped player um, player for Liverpool. You know, five titles, two Champions Leagues, call them what you want. 800 and something caps, is it? 857 caps. Thank you. Wow. Yeah. I just know that because there's a picture of him holding three balls with 800 and something. Oh, uh-huh. yeah. yeah. Um, so on our Come On Red Men team sheet there, oh, right. we're definitely sticking on Stevie G. Stevie G, yeah. yeah there's so no what's the formation for this? Well, for us, I guess we'll just do 4-4-2, 4-3-3. Four, 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 three, three. Let's do 4-3-3. Three, three. What do we think? Well, we'll see. We'll uh, we'll, uh, we'll put it together and come we'll back to you, Tom, at the end. Decide, huh? Huh? We'll see. Yeah, yeah. Well, but so any other midfielders on. we want to talk about on this list? Quick stats: Stevie yeah. G. All right, seven hundred and ten appearances for Liverpool, all competitions. One hundred and eighty-six goals, seventy-nine yellow cards, ten red cards. I remember one, mm-hmm. the stamping, thirty seconds mm-hmm. on the field. Speaking <laughs> of yellow cards, yeah. yellow Ian Callahan, one. One booking in his entire 857 games. Wow. He's the anti-Milner. <laughs> Gary Lineker, of course, never played for Liverpool, but never had a booking in uh, his entire career. Wow. That's impressive. Leicester, Tottenham. Who else did he play for? He came out to Spain. America. He came out to America. Somebody in Spain, that. too. Yeah. Anyway, he doesn't make the wow. 11 for Liverpool. <laughs> no, he does not. Graeme Sunez didn't make yours. No. He, 55 goals <laughs> for Liverpool, 300, uh, 359 appearances. Came from Middlesbrough, 1978. Captain for a little yeah, while. Yeah, he was captain. captain. Probably the best captain, most people would say. Oh, Stevie oh, and... No, Stevie uh, G is the captain. Uh, even Carragher chose Sunez over Stevie G. I, I have well, Sunez anyway, for my personal, purchase. now that we've mentioned him, Stevie G's captain, Carragher. Go on. I figured. Uh, you're fine. I figured that's when you said it before. Uh, yeah. you were going. <laughs> You've listened to this show. You know that <laughs> yeah. Gerard was not only going to be in my team, he was going to be my captain. So, yeah, I think that's that's all our midfield. Um, yeah, I think we pretty much touched on everyone. Uh, Terry McDermott, before we, we yeah. go, you had him on your list. You didn't have him on yours. I didn't. I, th- uh, I did and I didn't. There's loads of great stats about Terry McDermott, but I think he was a great coach as well. Uh, yeah. He was an assistant manager. He, was, uh, he went to Newcastle um, yeah. with Kevin Keegan. So, so who we'll also, talk about in a minute. Yeah. <laughs> okay, let's take a break. And we're back all the way up front. Now... Because your system is a little different than ours, we did three. I did got four. Yeah. So I did an attacking midfielder, and then I did a left winger, right winger, like Salah and Diaz. You picked four four. One up front. Basically. Yeah. So why don't you go ahead and give us your. So an attacking midfield, I would have had in front of Sunez and Gerard, King Kenny. Right? On my right, on my right, I have Luis Suarez. On my left, I have Billy Little. As do I. And Ooh, up front, I have that Welch giant, Ian Rush. I have him on my bench. Now, Rush? Players, that <laughs> didn't, players that didn't make my cut. Robbie Fowler, personal favorite. Yeah. Didn't Torres, even make my squad. Torres. Torres, fuck Torres. Fairclough. And then I did have Michael didn't Owen. Didn't make my squad. Did make my squad. Fuck Michael Owen. Michael Owen did make my squad, but immediately got dropped because he had United and Everton um, mm-hmm. in his career. Yeah, so uh, fuck him. So, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, those were some of my petty picks are going to start coming Yeah, that's the one of the reasons why I didn't pick So, it. what do you have, uh, Nick? So, I have, for my front three, I had 
Uh, Fowler kind of. Well, I have for my front three. I have Salah, Rush, and Barnes. Salah doesn't make it either. Yeah, Salah so. didn't make mine either. I mean, Barnes up front. At this at this point, Salah owns too many records to not include him. Because I I no. don't know that he he's my personal favorite in that position. But I couldn't not include him. He's just couldn't find room for him. That 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 was my problem. That really was my problem. If we were talking about salary, that would have been a problem for me <laughs> in terms of like pure ability. I I just there was no way I could leave him off. I've got him on the I've got him on as an impact sub. I, that would be a hell of an impact sub. <laughs> <laughs> so what do I've you got, have up front? I have Luis Suarez. Uh huh. Um, who is my most controversial pick of my eleven? By the way, um, mine, mine also and. I've got to say, our friend Lewis always gets a shout out on this show. Yeah. He actually was the persuading voice in my head. <laughs> he yeah, is. I have him on my depth chart for okay. sure. But so I have Lewis Suarez um, on the as centre forward, which means I had to put push King Kenny out to the right wing, where he did play now and again. Yeah, yeah, but, uh, yeah. but Kenny's on the right wing, and then I have Billy Little on the left wing. Mm -hmm. So you guys both have Billy Little, great player. Interesting. He has a fantastic story, which I have a little bit about him. All right, let's hear it. Share. So hold on, here's my uh, thing. Uh, well, while you're looking for that, I'll tell you some of my other players I have. So, um, so Salah, we talked about John Toshak. Um, yeah, Toshak I, had I, a shout I have for me listed. Yeah, um, Kevin Keegan. Um, yeah, I have listed just a fantastic mm -hmm. player. The, the guy who made me fall in love with the spot. Um, Peter Beardsley, I had too. Um, oh, yeah. Only 131 appearances, um, number 32 on the cops all time. The man's chin was in a different postcode to the rest <laughs> of his face, which was <laughs> quite impressive. Um, Ian Rush, and then yeah. uh, Ian St. John. Um, I had him on my list at one point in time. Yeah, Ian St. John. Uh, I did love him on the Saint and Greavesy as well. Mm. So. Did you have Garcia anyway? No. No, he didn't make it for He you. didn't make it on my wing. Okay. There was I only one. Him on, on my wing. There's only one man that was going on my left wing, and that was Bill Little. Really was. So I went with. Um, I have Garcia on my. Uh, I knew he wouldn't be on yours because that's kind of your your dark period, right, Neil? Yeah, Garcia. Yeah, he absolutely. Was like kind of. Yeah. So I. I, I was, was in a in a time where I was. Um, I'd, I was in Dallas. No access to it. TV, I mean, with throwing the Premier League anyway. Mm -hmm. and, yeah, it was pre-streaming uh, um, era. Internet was um, was was dial-up. So, uh, <laughs> well, when you say dial-up, it immediately goes like and yeah. starts playing in my head, yeah. like it's some sort of record. So, yeah, it just wasn't <laughs> conducive to following um, uh, English uh, sports in general. Yeah, no, that's, that's a fair, fair point. Yeah. Billy Little, right? Yeah, tell us about it. Born in Scotland, he had a wonderful career either side of the World War. Um, for Liverpool, he has only one league honour in 1946-1947. But then he has league games and goals, 492 league games. And 215, 215 goals. 215 goals. Yeah, almost one every other game. Rush beats it, though. Right. Rush has Total 109 goals to, uh, in 182 games. Total games for him for Liverpool, 534, 228 goals. He has 220 wins. 134 draws and 178 losses, a 41% win rate, mm -hmm. which isn't a l which isn't great compared to a couple of other players, but the sheer man was in the Royal Air Force, so fair fucks to him. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, great player. I agree. Um, I think I don't know who's the biggest goals per game, but um, um, Suarez has 69 out of 110, which has got to be up there, and Rush 109 yeah. out of 182, which yeah. has got to be up there too. He met his Salah, by the way, 137 out of 218, which is also up there. Unreal. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> he met his uh, debut for Liverpool uh, 1st of May 1946. Or no, no, that 5th of the 5th of January 1946. My apologies. This is not Americanized. And his last appearance was uh, in 1960. Interesting. Yeah. Wow, it's a long career too. It is. Uh, in fact, he had another career with Liverpool in 1938. <laughs> oh. I told you, post-war, pre-war. Right. Yeah. He signed for 200 pounds, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> Which means nothing in this day and age. Same, amount, same amount that John Barnes got paid for that rap song. Yeah. $200. <laughs> 200 pounds he got paid for that. He, 
I can't believe someone paid him in the first place. <laughs> I was going to say. No royalties. <laughs> no royalties. All right. Ooh, moving on. So well, no, hold on. Because I didn't. It, there was one other player that made my list that was a super personal one, and it's super close. It's Bobby Firmino. Since Ooh. he sort of revolutionized that false nine position, at mm-hmm. least in English football, I figured he kind of deserves. That's not even just a personal pick. I think his, uh, his time at Liverpool speaks for itself. I don't have the stats in front of me, but. Um, no, I totally I agree. He's a great player. And I kind of figured he would get lost in the shuffle because there are so many great forwards for Liverpool over the years that, um, you know, his name probably wouldn't get mentioned. And he was probably outside of guys like Steven Gerrard and maybe one or two other guys. I would put Bobby as one of my favorite players in a Liverpool shirt probably yeah. ever just because I've watched his whole career. With in Liverpool. recent times, yeah, Bobby would be in my, like, favorites. Yeah, yeah, for sure. For sure, deep in my squad, I'm afraid. Love Bobby, don't get me wrong, but I love Steve Highway as well. And oh, uh, he would uh, probably this, be. This I have nine forwards. He would be the ninth. You were yeah. around when his mother was born, so. <laughs> but he is our number nine. So yeah. true. Um, Ian Rush, another great scorer. What? How many goals did you say he had? 109 out of 182 games, 62 yeah. percent. Um, so, which is right there with so 59. Um, Salah's at 62, and Suarez is 62. Five league titles. Yeah, one Champions League. One European Golden Boot, 1984. Yeah. Yeah. Rushy. Ian Rush. Went to Juventus because the Heisel thing. I believe has a Golden Boot, though, by the way, for uh, oh, no in, way. in Europe, too. Um, <laughs> really? I believe so. Ian Rush went to Juventus, 1987, for 3.2 million. Came back and then came back on loan. <laughs> came back. <laughs> pretty quickly <laughs> after Came that. back in 1988 for 2.8 million. Yeah. And then we transferred him to Leeds for free in 1996. If I remember correctly. Hey, another player we haven't mentioned, John Aldridge. He's from Chester, by the way. John Chester Aldridge. City. Good shout. John Johnny Aldridge. Aldridge. Yeah. That's a, yeah. Good, that's a good Fernando one. Torres. Did, uh, did, we, did we mention him? I He was on my list again. Prolific and great. And he, he I left him great. off my list. I think Torres and Coutinho need a lot of um, call oh, out, Coutinho. too. Because of the, could have mentioned midfield, but the, uh, you know, the transfer fees themselves helped to rebuild the club. Become, yeah. yeah. Without them in more than one way. Like Luis Suarez, we got for twenty-two million, which is phenomenal signing. Oh yeah, yeah. like that was a King Kenny signing. Yeah, it's a beauty. Um, I can't remember how much he went for in the end, but I hate that whole transfer thing because it was after the bite against the Chilean. It was fifteen-game ban he was going to be serving in the in the next year. So um, so but yeah, I didn't think we could afford to carry him without with that ban either. So I was happy to sell him. Um. I, he only played 110 games for, for Liverpool you know, on my list. That's just not very many. But then he went to Barcelona, and he shouldn't have been allowed to train or anything. No, and he I was know. allowed to do it's anything exactly. he wanted at Barca, yeah. which if he had stayed at Liverpool, you know, well, wouldn't have happened. Honorable club. And I have a bit of sour grapes, so yeah, no, I agree with, with that whole situation. That's fair. I, th- but I don't think you're alone in that. To, to me, he probably is the most exciting player that I have I've seen when he was on the field you never know knew what was going to happen in no, terms of yeah. entertainment value um you know him and Sturridge him were the ball, he headed the ball he scored this header from the edge of the box that was just like a crazy freaking header some of his t- his touch was just amazing you know he was goofy looking yeah. he, this is he, what we're hoping he, darwin turns well into. yes and no the next part no he bit people um, well three times and yeah exactly. one in ajax <laughs> one in liverpool yeah, and one, one for, one for oh and he stopped a penalty yeah, yeah, <laughs> against yes, Ghana. Exactly, against Ghana. Yeah, I it's mean, an absolute fucking character. That's what I mean. You never. Knew, that's why I kind of had Grobelau a very close second to Clements, by the way, in my goalkeeper department. Because, um, I mean, he was a clown. Grobelau often could be found at the corner flag. He could be found near <laughs> midfield with with the other team pressing the goal. He was just all over the place. You never knew what was going. What Grobelau was going to do. You never knew what Suarez was going to do. And so if true. I watch football for entertainment, sure, I watch entertainment. I like to, Liverpool to win. It's, Grobelar or Suarez being entertaining while Liverpool lose is not entertainment to no, me. No. But Suarez was on the team where it was like every game was... Oh, was oh we were winning 4-3. or Yeah, yeah. it was like 5-4. There was orange. no defense. Yeah. It was just outscore the other team. Uh, that's it was crazy. Cool. But um, but yeah, I, so yeah, so Suarez, controversial pick. Didn't like a lot about him as a personal as a person, but um, damn, he was entertaining. But yeah, mm. hell yeah, he still is. <laughs> He's the, Every He's once in a while, re- you'll retired still... retired now, I think. No, he'll say silly oh. shit where you're just like, oh my what? God, he's still at it. <laughs> he's still biting people metaphorically. 
No, he's a lunatic. He's a, he's a madman. And uh, he deserves being spoken about. Because even with only 110 appearances, you yeah. say? I hear that all the time, and I still can't believe it. But if he hadn't bit that Cellini, <laughs> he would have stayed with the club. And I think Probably. we were really building something yeah, around him. And I do. I think you might be right there. Yeah. It was it was sad to see him go. It really was. Oh, yeah. And Lost all the momentum of Brendan Rodgers, I agree. And but then we probably have had Klopp. And he brought out the best in so many other players. Like Sturridge was a mediocre yeah. player, and he brought out the best in him. Agreed. Sterling. Sterling, same, same thing. He's a mediocre but trader. But Suarez brought out the best in him. Trader. Huh? Suarez brought out the best yeah, in true, him. True, true. Yeah. So uh, what's the plan? We're going to go to a break, and then we'll come back and talk about managers, and then we'll put together this all-time, the three of us list. Is that the... Uh, that sounds like the plan. Yeah, let's go to break. And welcome back. We're here to discuss the three people that will make manager. Brendan Rodgers. <laughs> Joe Fagan. <laughs> Graham Sunez. Evans. Let's name Who? all the ones that it's definitely not <laughs> first. Roy Evans wasn't a bad manager. He was just the end of the boot room, unfortunately. Well, he was a co-manager with Julio, too, for a while. Uh, oh, sorry. I'm thinking of Joe Fagan. My bad. Yeah. Joe Fagan was the end of the boot room. Um, Rafa. Evans was there too. Evans was the boot room. He was uh, Evans truly was the end of the boot room. Uh, Ronnie Moran was also in the boot room, but never weighed the job. Mm. But anyway, we're not going to talk about any of those um, characters, are we? Um, who 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 have you got as your as your shortlist for like manager? For shortlist, I only short have list. one manager and one manager only. Okay, Bob Paisley. Interesting pick. I eh? when you were saying one manager, one manager only, I thought you were going to go somewhere else. Do you want to go ne- next, Nick, or do you want me to go next? I mean, I have a feeling you're both. You go ahead. So my shortlist for for no, just name your guy. My shortlist for manager of Liverpool Football Club. Drumroll, please. Was Bill Shankly, and I would pick Klopp. Jurgen Klopp. So there Jürgen, we go. Jurgen. <laughs> no, that's my shortlist. Yeah. Wait, I said wait. Your guy. Stop cutting him off, Klopp, mate. Klopp <laughs> is my pick. So we we covered all three. Who's who? Do you have in what order? My shortlist was Bill Shankly, Jurgen Klopp, and Paisley, yeah. for all different reasons and. Um, you know, Klopp has just been so fantastic. I so wanted him to make him my manager. I just think he would be the guy that I want to play for, you know. He just seems like just a genuinely great, upbeat human being. Unless you're an official. Yeah. Um, or a dodgy reporter. So, but I, I just couldn't. And I really wanted Shankly because he is the foundation of the club. and You know, but I ended up settling for Paisley. So I have Paisley. With um, Klopp playing the mini Klopp role, you know the guy who's always in the background, like yeah, boss, yeah, Pep, yeah. he's yeah. Pep, Pep, Pep Lingers, yeah. yeah. Oh no, I'm thinking the other guy, the guy who looks a bit like Klopp, who's uh, who's still there. Oh, that guy, yeah, I yeah. can't think of his name. Oh, so, so I have Klopp playing him because he looks guy like in him. That article, yeah, yeah, yeah. I and know then, who you're talking about. And then I have Shanklier, uh, he's know, coaching discount, the players. He's discount Klopp, discount Klopp, yeah. So I have Klopp playing discount Klopp. So yeah, I end up Paisley. So so go ahead, Nick. Who have you got? Well, I just I just put Shankly Paisley Klopp. I just did it in pecking order. Okay, so you have Shankly Paisley Klopp. Yeah, that's who I would put if I was just ranking them. Shankly pulls us out of second division, brings us up, we start winning things. I can see that. Paisley, on the other hand, takes the reins. This is my reason now. Takes the reins from Bill, right? Wins three European titles. First manager to do so. Yep. Zidane is a last manager to do so um he played with the club previous as well and then he went out and fought in the war came back and turned liverpool into a firestorm in europe and he left it in really good nick when he um, when he moved on too so yeah i I agree with all of your reasoning there and that's where i uh, um i mean a much more dour man but managers were much more dour back in the uh, you had to be yeah and they came from a different he also stayed around he was the ambassador for a while and whatever else afterwards I think his time was done, and he knew that, and he needed to pass it off. Yeah, and, but as I say he left in a, in a position of strength. It was it was perfect. He didn't wait till it turns out. Yeah, so. exactly. So, yeah. so so Paisley becomes our manager. Then. Paisley's a de facto manager. So now we've got Paisley as the manager in the team, and uh, putting together all of our picks. Where do we? Uh, what's our uh, come on red tip men all time team then? Working under Paisley. All right. So starting at keeper. 
We have, drum roll, Ray Clements. I looked for an anecdote about Ray Clements, and the, I couldn't find anything about the guy, really, that was mm. interesting at all. In fact, the best anecdote I could find, this is how boring the man was off the field, was if I wasn't going to be a footballer, I'd have been an accountant. I'm so glad he was a footballer. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but he would have been a hell of an accountant. (laughs) He'd be saving people money just like he was saving goals. Oh, my God. (laughs) On our defensive back line, we have Phil Neal, Alan Hansen, Jamie Carragher, and Alan Kennedy. And that was actually probably our most consistent between all of us. We were all pretty pretty easy about that. Yeah. Yeah, we all. I'm still a little unsure about Alan Kennedy, I have to say there. Ah, Kara is the only one that, but when I think about it, think about it, I go, no, nah, it's got to be him. You know, he's heart and soul kind of player. You, yeah. you got to have him out there. Nobody, your, nobody your mentioned beloved VVD. Nobody mentioned Jamie Redknapp either. I know he's not a defender, but yeah. oh yeah, Redknapp Spice Boy. Didn't even get a yeah, shout. Spice Boy. He had a very white suit. But no, he had a very <laughs> short-lived career. He had got a really bad knee injury, didn't he? And we didn't really talk much about Jordan Henderson either. True. While we're moving on to the midfield. To the midfield. Yeah. Um, we so we're going to be 4-3-3, we decided. We did a 4-3-3 just to keep the players. We yeah. get as many different kinds of players on the pitch as we could. Um, we, we, didn't go, we didn't go with a 1-4-7. <laughs> <laughs> Back in like 1844. <laughs> or, or the Italians. What do they play? Like the 3-5-2. Yeah. Every Italian anyway. football play. Oh, I, goalkeeper was rushing up front. <laughs> <laughs> it was a corner. So the only... 1-10. <laughs> <laughs> the only certain pick we all got here was the Steven Gerrard pick. Yeah. Big Steve. Yeah, yeah that was a no question. Um, we've got Javi Alonso and Graham Sunez. Um so we had soon as we both had me yeah. and yeah. Tom, and then Alonzo, both Neil and I had. Yeah. So so that's how we settled on that one. Yeah. Which then brings us to the forward line, which is on the wing King Kenny, up front we've got Ian Rush, and then Bobby Little, Billy rounds, Little, Billy Billy Little. Billy Little, rounds out the forward line. So we did put some subs together as well, Nick, yeah. and uh, and so we've got kind of subs for most positions there, and so uh, a yeah, little controversial we, on the keeper pick, I think. But go it, ahead. I think it's very controversial, but it was just a tough pick if we were just hanging with like the integrity of who we picked, because I would have I, I would have agreed with you. Oh, it's fine. It's all um, good. We went with Allison Becker. Mm-hmm. But solid choice, but y- yeah, I solid mean, choice. You can't really go wrong with the best keeper in no. the world currently. No, I'm I'm fine with it. Um, Our other choice was obviously Bruce Grobler, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Well, all there was um, Tommy Lawrence was either. And Tommy Lawrence. I mean, all great picks, but I mean, we got stuck with Allison Becker. Nobody uh, mentioned David James in there. (laughs) (laughs) Jersey Dudek. Adrian. (laughs) Steve Agrizovich, Mike Hooper. Or your favorite? Uh, Loris Carius. There we go. Simon Mignolet. Simon Mignolet is who I was thinking of. (laughs) Though he wasn't bad. He just had a leaky defense. All right. Who else else (laughs) we got on the bench? That's when we had Suarez. Becker our reserve goalkeeper. Uh, We have John Barnes in either midfield or forward, (laughs) depending on what we need as this game plays out. Uh, VVD, Suarez, Fowler, McManaman, and then Phil Thompson is our last sub. Just look at that list of flair on the um, on the bench, <laughs> on the bench including yeah. Becker, and then you got Phil Thompson, <laughs> <laughs> all around nice defender, yeah, all around nice guy, yeah, solid, pretty boring guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, great to watch as a pundit on Sky, though. Yeah, he's pretty good on Sky. So, and a couple of other things I have. So, I have Carragher's all-time eleven here in front. Interested. Of me. So he had Ray Clements in front, right? Steve Nichol, Van Dyke, sorry, Virgil now, Alan Hansen, and Trent. Wow. Yeah. So so Kara's probably closer to mine. He didn't even put himself in there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think that's usual if you put it to me. So he did a four four two. So he had John Burns, Sunez, Gerard, and Mo Salah. Oh, in okay. Midfield, okay. Midfield. Then Kenny and Ian Rush up front. That's that's pretty close to again. You can't complain. Yeah, I mean, you, it's going to be difficult to complain against most of these lineups. 
Now yeah, the, you're, ta- you're, you're taking from the pool of players yeah. that have yeah. ever worn the Liverpool shirt for more than 10 games. Yeah. Now, if somebody had Ronnie Rosenthal or Julian Andy, Andy Carroll. Uh, Andy Carroll, then yeah. We'd Ricky be... Lambert. <laughs> Joe Cole. Poulsen. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, BBC did an all-time 11 where people voted in, all the players. Clements, number one, goalkeeper. Mm-hmm. Trent, Hansen, Van Dyke, Robertson. It's a that's na- got to be a recent. It's it is a recent. This well, was pretty it's an recent. Internet poll. It's the nature of it's the nature yeah. of, of the way the poll's done. It's you know. Well, it's why when Liverpool did scorn on this. Was it last year they did their all-time moments where you could go yeah, on and vote? Yeah, they do it quite a lot. And it was the the um, corner taken quickly. I think ended up winning. Of course, over some other moment that came in second. That I remember texting you about it. It was a header Tom. from Origi, I think. It, the er- that's Everton. the one that won the the corner taking. No, no, quickly. no, Origi getting the header against Everton. Everton oh, against Everton. Yeah, yeah. It was number against two. T Rex. I think it was. It was up there again. Well, there was a Stephen Gerrard moment. There was a fair club moment. But yeah. There was a Steve Gerrard. The point you're making though is that the recency bias is yeah. always going to win in internet yeah. polls. So. Oh yeah, that's why this. It's a four-three-three for this one. So keep going. Gerrard, Sunez, Barnes. Anyone want to guess the front three? Kenny, Kenny Rush, Rush and Salah. There we go. Yeah. So Which is essentially what I would have had. Yeah. Well, no, I had Barnes up front. So I had a weirder team. And as I said, I really went into depth with this. So I have a team for the 60s, uh, 70s, <laughs> 80s, 90s, and the noughties. Just give us the noughties. We're not doing In the noughties, one of our worst periods of time, but our best players were, and you're going to disagree with some of these. <laughs> Pepe Reina. No. Stephen Finn. Steve no. Finnan. Hypia. Yes. Carragher. Yes. John Aaron Risa, which never came up once in our conversation. Oh, Dirk Kite. Awesome. Yeah, First one. time. On, like, he would have been team sheet number one every time on this team. Yeah. Javi. Yeah. Mascherano. We didn't talk about Mascherano either. Um, great player. Um, we did. A little bit. I think it was off mic. But, um, oh. Luis Garcia. Gerard. And Torres. That was probably the best. Oh, and Rafa, obviously, the manager. Yeah, I didn't like the, the defense much in that. That's not, that's not the worst team that you could... No, it's definitely not the worst team you could come up with. <laughs> <laughs> what I, is, Tom? All right, Tom. I actually don't have that in front of me. Oh, you don't? No. Oh, damn it. I, don't, I didn't actually do a worst 11. Again, I've got to put Julian Dix out there on the uh, worst team ever. And um, David Speedy up front. Although... Um, although Andy Carroll might might rank up there as well. Andy yeah, Carroll is definitely was on that list. I don't have it in front of me. I'm sorry. Andy Carroll's the the weird the, the weird where it's like, you know, in another universe. It was just how much money he cost. It. Fifty million, and he came in yeah. from Newcastle last minute. But here's the big thing: is that he had a great season with Newcastle. Exactly. The, year, the year previous, and everyone thought he was the next Wayne Rooney or whoever, whatever. Yeah. And waste of space. Yeah. Yeah, ultimately. I think it was more a, a disappointment where he just didn't, maybe not quite on the levels of a Naby Keita. Yeah. Djokovic, uh, sorry, Joe Cole was on that. Markovic was on that. Torben Picnic. Aspas was on that. Torben Picnic. Koncheski. Was on that. I see you, Tobin Picnic. I'll see you, Stuart Downing, Aquilani, and Andy Carroll. They were my few picks. Andy Carroll, 58 appearances, 11 goals, 35 million in, 15 million out. Aquilani, 17 million in, 7 million out, 28 appearances, 2 goals. Stuart Downing, 91 appearances, 7 goals, 20 million in, 5 million out. Jankovic, 18, 2 goals. Let me keep going. Pulisson, there I mentioned him a few times. Twenty-one appearances, zero goals, four point five million from Juventus, released on a free. Charlie Adam, another one from in from Blackburn, out to Stoke. Um, Is Kata gonna land on this list? Jimmy it? Carter was a woeful player for for it's Liverpool. Fantastic. Uh, as I, well, so yeah, as somebody Still points alive. out, as yeah, as of this podcast, uh, yeah, as of this podcast, <laughs> yeah, although. Knowing how long it takes you to get him out, Tommy may be dead by the time you finish. Ooh, burn! <laughs> oh, I'm going to rush myself to the burn unit. <laughs> Hang on, I have some ointment. 
Jimmy Carter, as it says here, it's 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 unclear whether the former president or Jimmy Carter, who Kenny Dalglish signed, was the better football. <laughs> <laughs> so last on my list that I didn't mention of the worst eleven was Balotelli. Yes, another great pick from United or from City. Great few seasons are there, and then came to us and twenty eight appearances, four goals, one of which was a penalty. Sixteen million in, released on a free. Oof. And I'll see uh, Nicky Tanner and Sean Dundee as the uh, as probably two uh, really woeful players. Uh, and again, uh, would have been better off signing Crocodile Dundee than Sean Dundee. <laughs> so. Paul Hogan, I want to see so much of him, then I want to see none of him. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. Well, as we come to a close, let's go around and do some thoughts, if there are any here. I really wish we had said more about Hendo, but... I got a feeling that he's going to get his own episode when he leaves the club on retirement or otherwise <laughs> within the next year or so. So Who knows? Um, so um, closing thoughts for me. Yeah, great teams, great debates with all of you. I don't think anybody put forward anybody really stupid. No. Um, I think we're so, all up there with... So yeah. The one that surprised me the most is probably not enough talk about Kevin Keegan um, for me. Um, his perm was yeah. on point. As was Sunas's, as was Terry McDermott. Uh, I mean... Keegan introduced the perm to the team. Phil Thompson had one too in 1982. Did Aldrich have one? Bring back no. the perm. So no, it was a I mustache. do have my Panini stickers of them all with perms. It's uh, I bet they're worth a minute. So yeah, nice. So, so yeah, um, I think this team is fantastic. Like, it was awesome just going back and looking at like stats and looking at like clips of players, and I fell in love with Billy Little. You know, again. Um, I've read many books uh, like, and he's mentioned in a few whatever else and it's just it's nice hearing these players that you don't always think about like we always think about the Kenny and the and Ian Rush and but you just mentioned Keegan I always forget Keegan yeah. played for us you know the thing I noticed probably the most uh, through looking back at all of this the state of the pitches oh yeah how, oh yeah how on earth I mean you it's difficult to judge people's skill when you see some of the pitches that were played on some of the mud pits and it just you know, oh, it's so and the weight of the ball the and the weight of the ball yeah. was just incredible oh, yeah. it was like playing the medicine ball I mean leather balls after they got after wet Adi after Adidas came in and was, changed the game yeah it was That's so 1990 1994 really is insane yeah yeah wild shit it reminds me of playing uh, soccer in sorry I'd say soccer football in the west coast of Ireland on a rainy day. Yeah. Well, I used to get a new ball for Christmas. Le a Casey, as we call them. A leather-cased ball. A Casey. Mm -hmm. Instead of one of those plastic things. Mm -hmm. And um, start off with the paint on the outside. Black and white. Hexagonal pattern. It was mm -hmm. all fine. But after playing on the uh, on the street where we always used to play. Tear it apart. After a month or so, all of the, um, the paint was off. And then it just soaked up water yep. like crazy. And you, yep. got to, you got to head it, and it really was like heading the medicine ball. But these, that's how these guys played. Do you remember those mitre balls that came in? They still use them in uh, the FA Cup. Um, I remember the first ones in the like early 90s. Again, heavy. You stick a head in it, and you're like rattling around for yeah. a couple of minutes afterwards. It ha I can hear the sound that it makes like when it's oh, like yeah. just wet and just like, yeah. like that sound that it makes as it <laughs> comes off your head. It's just like it's... It's so not. It's otherworldly because you just feel That's like one way shit to put it. afterwards yeah. too. You're oh, just yeah. like, fuck, man, that was not worth so it. So for me, that was never works. That was my big takeaway. Looking back, just the the way the the way the equipments come along, I and mean, the crowds aren't as good as they used to be. Um, yeah, but, you uh, sacrifice one for the other. But the uh, but yeah, the uh, you know 120,000 people just uh, it's kind of crazy. Yeah. Um, and uh, I like the way they used to respect the referees more. But um, but yeah. For me, the pitches and the equipment um, really difficult to assess players across generations when you're uh, when you when you see what they had to deal with. So that's it. Even if you look back to the early '90s, before all the sky money came in, the pitches were in dire state. Like, oh yeah, it wasn't until oh, what the mid '90s, '98, probably when United win in that treble '99. Yeah. It was around then everything started changing. Well, you can even see it just like some teams would have like these pristine oh yeah pitches and then in the same season 
Look up FA Cup the games against like second division teams. That's what you want. That's what even, we're, even that's in what the we're top talking division. about. Those rainy nights in Stoke you talk about. <laughs> yeah, where where it's like the patches of green are gonna fuck you up because that's yes. the inconsistency, yeah. not the mud everywhere. You're like, well, this is just mud. It's the grass that's gonna screw me up. Um, I also noticed I I wrote Tiago in as my defender. <laughs> I wrote him in as one of my defensive midfielders. I thought that was funny because you, someone had said no one had any stupid picks. <laughs> yeah, that was a stupid. That pick. would be a that, stupid yeah. pick. That was a heart pick because I, and then apparently he took Liverpool out of maybe. That's mm, questionable. I, in the NBA, that basically means that you're yeah. Questionable provenance of the story, though. There's some debate there. Okay. Well. I don't want to close with that, so my closing thought is going to be it was really nice. I was expecting my entire team sheet to be all, as as we had talked about off mic, pretty much players from the current modern era. My, my real team was going to be gold, Carragher, left back, Carragher, <laughs> <laughs> center back, Carragher, just a team full of Carragher's. I ended up pretty much where I thought, I think, with um, a bunch of players from the 80s. I expected to, to be that. I had more players from the, the 70s and 80s than I expected to because I went back and watched a lot of film. And as I was looking at players, I'm like, oh, I don't really know that player that well. So I go look them up and fall down a YouTube rabbit hole. Mm-hmm. And then yeah, like, same as that. Wow. And it's like, it's so weird to see. Now we have high definition cameras and all of this stuff that like you can... We know why Mo Salah is great because when you see him at his best, I mean, the things he can do with the football are incredible. To go back and watch like the King Kennys and the Ian Rushes and and to see them do things the way they did them back then, there's just a different feel to that level of greatness Great. from that time period. And that was my biggest takeaway from this little project we decided to do. Mm-hmm. And I'm glad we did it because it was a hell of a learning experience. And on that note, listener, thank you for joining.